everyone. Welcome to the Bonafide Legal Podcast. I'm your host, Florence Bremer. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a weekly podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, wife, grandmother, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer since 1999. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. This week's podcast, I'm going to use the Super Bowl as um, kind of an organizational tip. So the organizational tips um, can apply to the actual Super Bowl. And as I record this, this is... um, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is going to start in about 45 minutes. And um, I'm going to tell you about some stuff that I used to do during the Super Bowl and then um, what I'm planning to do now. And then I'll have a couple of movie reviews for you at the end. All right. So in the past, um, I, before the phrase I'm hating to say, the before COVID phrase, before COVID, um, and if you can even imagine it, last year's Super Bowl was actually before COVID. We still were living a normal life. And during those times, I would find super fun things to do during the Super Bowl. And I would always go out, not Super Bowl related, but because things were not crowded, I would find things to do during that weekend. I also had discovered that the Friday before the Super Bowl, Usually at work, it's going to be slower, and the Monday after, it's going to be slower. Unfortunately, this didn't pan out for me exactly this um, this weekend. Friday, I had a hearing in the morning, um, and I noticed, um, here's where it did pan out for me. I noticed around noon or one, the phone was um, starting to slow down, and I had a week where I had court every day. I was just in and out of court every day. And it was one of those weeks where uh, sort of my least favorite thing is when I have to get up when it's still dark and get in the shower and be out the door. My ideal morning is um, having coffee, being able to answer my emails, seeing everybody in the morning getting in the shower and easing my way out the door. So I'm still working, but I'm working at home. And I don't think that happened to me at all this week. I just had to wake up, jump in the shower. Sometimes I drank coffee in the shower and then had to um, head out. And it was just a, a week that stunk. So by the end of the week, I was exhausted. And I took a half day and went... Um, and used a gift card for a restaurant, went to Cheesecake Factory. The restaurant that I wanted to go to, well, actually two restaurants that I wanted to go to were closed down, as in like closed forever. And um, so that's sort of the um, sad stuff that's happening right now, where 
uh, restaurants that you have liked in the past or maybe and have a, a gift card for don't exist anymore. So um, went to Cheesecake Factory. I had some gift cards from Christmas time and had a really, really nice lunch. And then um, the group that I was with, it was two of my daughters, my grandson and my sister-in-law. Um, they wanted to do a little shopping. I didn't really want to shop, but there's an Amazon um, bookstore um, shop. Uh, I don't know what else to call it. It's like a bookstore, but it also has popular items on Amazon. And I just love walking around this place. Hey, come here. You want to be in my podcast? This is the second week in a row where Adam joined us for the Aww. podcast. Now he's blow drying his hair with my hair dryer. He holds it up to his head and he makes a dryer sound. He's very cute. He's kind of dressed like he's on the Titanic right now. Oh, his mom's taking him away. Say, have a good podcast. Have a good podcast, right, Mima? <laughs> Okay, and <laughs> he just said grandpa because grandpa's standing there too. Um, so I walked around the Amazon store and I picked out some books for my grandson, the one who was still here. And we had a nice little walk and then um, caught up with the girls. They were done shopping and we get in my car and as we're getting in the car, we're loading up the back and my youngest daughter takes the trunk and slams it down on my head and I just start crying and yelling, and I was super embarrassed. It was in front of a restaurant, and I had a lump that rose up on my head, and um, I knew like right away that I needed to get ice on it, and I was, um, my neck started to get like super sore right away, and I had to drive home. So I drive home, and the whole time my eyes are tearing up. And I get home, I put ice on it, and just, like, relax my neck and back. And then the next morning, um, I could still feel the spot. It was like a bruise, but it was, um, it didn't have the lump anymore, or not much of a lump. So that was the crazy thing that happened to me this week. But in any event, the Friday before the Super Bowl, like, the shopping and the restaurants were great. Like, nobody was out. It was It was wonderful. And then I noticed on Saturday, um, lots of people were headed up north, and I'm not sure what they were doing, if it was Super Bowl related, but there was a ton of traffic and a ton of backup, and um, I stayed in town, and it was nice, went and visited my mom and dad. And so usually Monday is super quiet too, and I have court, like first thing in the morning, and because I have court first thing in the morning, I butted up another appointment in front of it, people who needed to come in early. And I thought, well, I have to be in early Monday anyways, so I might as well even be in a little bit early and do this appointment. So um, my, Mon my Friday, Monday plan didn't work out exactly the way I wanted to, but I did get, you know, half a day of Friday, even though I ended up getting injured on it. So... The, like I was saying before, that weekend for the Super Bowl used to just be an amazing time to do things. Like going out to eat. I would go to a movie very often. I heard that Disneyland on Super Bowl Sunday was great. Although I did hear something in later times that where people said other people caught on to it. And lots of people were showing up at Disneyland on Super Bowl Sunday. 
So I don't know. Maybe it didn't work out. And right now there's no Disneyland anyway. So what are you going to do? And um, I've, I've heard um, Arizona doesn't have much of a theater. Um, doesn't have much of a theater type uh, situation. But I've heard in other areas that has a lot of theater, like New York particularly. New York when there was still Broadway, obviously. And, um, you know, I think L.A. has some pretty good theater. The big cities, San Francisco, going to see a play on Super Bowl Sunday was a great thing to do, too. So none of that exists right now. So I put together a little bit of a list of what you can do on Super Bowl Sunday to be a little bit more productive than maybe um, just watching the game. And I will watch the game this year. I'm semi-interested. It's the Buccaneers with Tom Brady. So I think that's an interesting um, dynamic because he's older, left the Patriots, brought the Buccaneers to the Super Bowl. And then you have Kansas City with Mahomes, who's very talented. And so who's going to win? I think Kansas City will win, but we'll see. All right, so one of my recommendations for Super Bowl is get some work done on Super Bowl Sunday. I started working early today. I have had a letter that I have needed to write for about a week and a half, and I have not had any time to do it. And it's one of those things where it's sort of something I could bring home. Finally, I had to bring it home during the weekend, but it's more, it's a project that would be better matched to, um, better matched to working at the office just because of the size of the file and, and the things that I need. And I have to work with a few different files. It's just sort of a pain. Um, and all week I could get nowhere. Just every time I would think I would be able to work on it, I'd pull out the papers, the phone would start ringing. I would run out of time because I had to go into court. It just did not stop. And then it would be like five or six, and I would say, okay, I'm exhausted. I have to go home. So Sunday night, Super Bowl Sunday is a great day to get work done because you're probably not going to have a ton of emails coming in over the weekend, and it should generally be quiet. I haven't checked my emails since Friday, so I may have um, some surprises for me, but we'll see. Usually Super Bowl weekend is a quieter email weekend. I'll tell you another tip is that this is something I did in the past quite a bit, where I would go into the office on Sunday night. And in fact, last Sunday, I went into the office for about two hours. That two hours, I got more done in that two hours than I was getting done during a whole day of work. And and I don't mean that in the sense that the whole day of work went by and I didn't accomplish anything, because obviously I was answering the phone, I was doing emails, all of that. But there was a list of things that I needed to get done and could not get to it all week. I um, had billing, and it took me about five days to get my bills out. And it was never like this in my whole life until the last few months. I would get my bills out on the 31st or the 1st, like clockwork. Now it's a couple days after, which isn't terrible, but I'm hoping I'm not getting to the, the situation where my 
bills are going out on the 10th or the 15th or even a month later. I've known so many attorneys who've done that and clients don't like it because if they're dealing with a retainer situation, they don't know what the what their retainer balance is. The other thing they don't know is um, maybe they were just kind of wondering what was done for the month. And I'm good about keeping up to date with my clients, but when they see their statement, it shows what was done for the month, and that just can be a good indicator. And it took me days to get it out. So anyways, on Sunday I went to work because I really, really needed to make a dent in billing. And even with going in on Sunday, it still took a few days. I will tell you something a little scary. At my office, when I parked, there was a like an, a, ban, a van that looked kind of abandoned next to my spot. And um, I never saw a person, but the parking lot is empty on Sundays at my office complex. And for there to be a van in the spot next to my spot, just a little dissettling. I kept my... Uh, cell phone on and had my husband on the line as I walked into the into the office I guess so he could hear me get killed if I was going to get killed just joking Uh, but I never saw anyone so I don't know if someone just needed to park for a while or what it was a van that was sort of um, uh, like packed to the hilt with I don't know what but it um, it wasn't there the next morning so Sunday nights, including Super Bowl Sunday, a great thing to get a great time to get stuff done. A great night to grocery shop is Super Bowl Sunday. I think Sunday nights generally aren't that great because a lot of people are going to get their groceries for the week. But Sunday nights, um, Sunday nights, a Super Bowl Sunday, everyone's already been there. Everyone's already gotten there food and you are going to have the grocery store to yourself. Going to the gym would be great. You're not going to see anybody at the gym. Um, The mall is great, although it's Sunday, so the mall is going to close a little bit early. But if you went probably at noon, you're going to have the mall to yourself. I find um, something like the Super Bowl a great time to online shop because I can do it while I'm watching the game. Because although I'm a football fan, I'm not the football fan. I'm not going to watch every single play. I'm not going to understand every single play. But I like the pageantry of it all. And I like that it's sort of a national holiday. Um, But I could online shop for sure. Uh, Also, when you're, if you go to the mall or you're doing online shopping, or if you're going to go out to eat, remember your gift cards. So... Right now, we're at the beginning of February, Christmas, and the holidays were a month and a half ago. So you probably have some gift cards in your bag. Don't forget about those. It's always such a pleasure to me when I go out and use a gift card because it feels free. I used gift cards a couple of times this weekend. I went to um, Sauce yesterday and used a gift card. And I went to Cheesecake Factory and used a gift card. And it's great. It's fun. Um, Another thing to do is um, clean up your your, um, social media. So really think about your social media because this is another thing too. If if you're the world's biggest football fan and you're watching every moment, maybe this isn't the best thing for you. But if you're a casual viewer, this is something you can definitely do. 
look at Facebook and maybe um, delete some friends if you feel like you have too much. I actually never done that because it just hasn't been an issue. But I've heard that that is something that can be very good to do. So you can do the same with um, Instagram and Twitter, whatever your social media is, maybe clean it up. And if you find that you have, like for instance on Twitter, say you're following a news report and you're getting a constant feed because of it, like if you're following CNN, for example, maybe take it off. Maybe you don't need it in your Twitter feed like all the time. Another great thing to do is shop for Valentine's. And I'm going to throw in also shop for Mardi Gras because Mardi Gras is very important to me, even though I'm not from New Orleans. I love New Orleans. And Mardi Gras is super early this year. Mardi Gras is this Tuesday. So within a week, we have the Super Bowl. Two days later is Mardi Gras. The next weekend is Valentine's Day. And then the Monday is President's Day. So we have this nice week of just sort of some festive things going on. And I went, this wasn't Super Bowl related because I did this yesterday, but yesterday I went to Party City and we're just going to have some family members over. So we got some Valentine decorations and some Mardi Gras decorations because we're going to do a joint Mardi Gras Valentine's uh, party. We just really at that point where we probably need something a little festive going on. And Valentine's Day and Mardi Gras felt like a good festivity and it's also those types of holidays that are no pressure because you're not buying gifts and there it's you know you're not cooking a huge meal you can put out cupcakes and chips and order pizzas and everyone will be happy you don't have to make a big turkey and all the sides and all of that um, I think no one will be surprised at my next recommendation because it's probably in all my list of time management recommendations. But catch up on your magazines. I have many magazines every month. Although I'll tell you, my magazine subscriptions have gone down and a lot of magazines have just gone away. I was thinking about my magazine subscriptions and, and not that I was like sitting down with my thinking cap on, thinking about magazine subscriptions. But you know when something random sort of pops into your mind? The random thought I had was, what happened to my W Magazine subscription? W Magazine was one of my favorite magazines. It was a giant magazine. It always had the greatest covers. It always had a lot of stories about art. Like I just loved this magazine. It's a sort of a sister magazine of Vogue. And I'm thinking I haven't gotten a magazine for it in a couple of months in my mind it was a couple of months and then I looked online and I said you know W magazine and it just stopped um, being a magazine like in I think during the early summer and it never occurred to me until about eight months later that I wasn't getting that magazine anymore I guess that just shows how busy we are sometimes. But a lot of other magazines that I love went away. Oprah Magazine went away. Rachel Ray Magazine went away. Family Circle. Just tons of magazines that I had loved over the years have just poof, disappeared. Um, but I still get quite a few magazines. And I do find that all of a sudden they seem to pile up. So flipping through magazines is a good thing to do while you have the Super Bowl on. 
the day itself should be kind of quiet. So if you're working on a book, maybe finish up the book. For this time of year, um, and and usually, this <laughs> sounds so embarrassing, usually I am pretty organized with my taxes by the first couple of days of the year where I get all the information together and get it to my accountant. My accountant is super helpful because she does a, um, I don't know what you call it, um, but it's, it's sort of like an outline that she puts together that helps you get together your tax information. And sometimes I'll get that to her within the first couple of days of the year and then just supplement it you know, after the 31st when all the tax documents come in. Well, this year she sent it out later, and I'm guessing for a couple of reasons, probably because why send it out early when a lot of the tax information isn't going to come in, and I think tax laws are just all up in the air as well. But um, sit down and, and get all your tax information to get to your accountant. You know, if you have to get receipts together or print stuff off of QuickBooks, or, you know, pull your mortgage statements. A lot of these things, like as I get them, I'll keep all in one place. So I think I stay like semi-organized, but I always have a calculation to do on uh, charitable deductions and, and things like that. It just does take some time to get that th those things together. So definitely something you could do during the Super Bowl. If you don't feel like watching the Super Bowl at all, I'd say do something that's a little more special than just scrolling through Netflix. Like maybe rent a movie that's um, a new release, one of the movies that usually costs like 20 bucks. So it feels like a bit of an event. As I said before, I used to go to the movies a lot on the Super Bowl because the movie theater was empty. But in the last several months, that has not really been a novelty. Anytime I go to the movies, it's empty. I've been to the movies a handful of times. And as I've mentioned before, I'll rent out a theater for my family because there's a lot of us. And they have these great prices for renting out the movie theater. And um, as we are... Um, walking around the theater, there's no people. Like there may be, you know, we might see two or three people. There's nobody in line for the concessions. There's, or maybe there's one person in line for the concessions. It's just not like it was before where you would, you know, where 10 concession lines would be open and there'd be 10 people in each line. There's just nobody there, which again, scares me a lot for, scares me quite a bit regarding the future of movie theaters, because that's something that's always been a big part of my life but um now when you go there's just nobody there so you definitely don't have to do it on Super Bowl Sunday but you could go and it, it would still be fun all right what else um I wrote myself, I, I, before my podcast, I like write myself a little outline and I wrote myself a note and then just can't read it at all. So I'm not even sure what that note is. Oh, I know what it is. Another thing you can do during the Super Bowl is call your mom. And if you haven't um, talked to your mom in a while, or your dad, 
um, do all of that. And you can, um, you know, you can be watching the Super Bowl while you're doing any of the, the tips that I gave you. I know for sure my mom and dad will be watching, so I can just give them a little call and we can kind of watch it together on the phone. Okay, a couple of reviews for movies. Oh, you know what? I do have some more things on my list. Um, I know I had said, you know, rent something kind of special. And I'll say too, like maybe if you want to binge something, um, binge something like The Sopranos, like something sort of dark and very compelling. And a lot of people on The Sopranos gamble. So that can sort of get you in the mood for Super Bowl Sunday. Another thing that I did and I recommend doing is washing your sheets. If you're going to be home anyways, and because the Super Bowl always has millions of commercials, it's a good time to have your sheets going because you have plenty of time to make your bed in between commercials, even though the commercials are really a fun part of the Super Bowl for sure. All right, a couple movie reviews. I watched a movie called The Little Things. It took me about four days to watch it on HBO Max. And I, you know what? I might have actually reviewed this last weekend. But if I reviewed it, I'm reviewing it again. I thought it very much like a ripoff of the movie Seven. Rami Malek is in it. And the whole time I'm like, who is he being? And I'm like, wait a minute, he's Brad Pitt from Seven. And then my second thought was, he is, um, this movie is the movie Seven. <laughs> and Jared Leto is Kevin Spacey. And Denzel Washington is Morgan Freeman. The Denzel Washington character was Morgan Freeman with more of a backstory. It was so similar to Seven. Like, it was crazy. And then when I finished watching it, I was kind of scrolling through movies and they put the little things and seven right next to the tiles for the movies right next to each other as movie choices on HBO Max. I found it worth a watch. Um, it had an ending that was, I don't really want to say a twist, but I guess a little bit of a twist. They wrapped some things up in the ending, but didn't wrap it up. It was still ambiguous, but but satisfying. Sometimes there's an ending that's ambiguous and you're just like, what the heck? Like I can't even read into any of it. And they did it without putting too tight of a bow on it, but also not making it where it was um, just so vague where you're like, I don't even understand what happened. So I do recommend it if you have HBO Max. I also watched a movie called In and of Itself. It was a recording of a theatrical performance, like a small theater performance. There is the, the name, it has the, the man who does the performance, his name is before the movie, and I can't think of his name. It's like Derek somebody, um, Derek somebody's in and of itself. If you're on Hulu, it is one of the first things that pops up in the new things, I watched it for a couple of reasons. I heard about it on the Film Vault, which everyone knows I love that podcast and I get a lot of movie ideas from it. They help me wade through a lot of movies, which is great. And it sounded interesting enough. And I 
missed live performances. The last time I saw a theater live performance was when I saw Betrayal in September 2019 in New York with Tom Hiddleston. I wasn't watching it with Tom Hiddleston. He was with it. Watching it with him would have been amazing. But um, I realized I missed the theater experience. And sometimes I would avoid the theater because it just is such a pain. Like especially in Arizona, you have to worry about parking and probably the best place to see to see um, a show is at ASU Gamage and it is just a parking nightmare. I saw Wicked there a couple of years ago and it just was like it like sort of hard to get to and um, and like I said the parking is not great although I did find a trick last time and it worked out really well. Like we got in and out of there like very quickly. But I missed that theater experience, and it's been um, a long time since I spent a lot of time in the theater. When I was in Chicago, I went to the theater quite often, you know, like often enough. And sometimes you see theater, you go to the theater, and it's these really, really small venues, and it's really cool. And that's what this venue was, and it's a combination of stories about himself and other people and magic tricks and illusions it just got me thinking and it was um good you know it I really really enjoyed it and I thought he was very compelling and he opened himself up to a lot of stories and he also just made you really think about what people are and, and what what you allow people to see. And so I liked it. Um, another movie I saw was called Antebellum. It just got released on Hulu. It was a $20 rental a couple of months ago. It was supposed to be a release at the movies. And of course, no movies or, or just a few movies. And um, they released it on Hulu and I, had, I hadn't rented it because I heard that it was just fine. I heard that it was okay. And it was classified as horror, I believe, but I wouldn't call it horror. There was nothing scary about it from the sense of like a horror movie. It was disturbing for sure, but I would say it was more of a thriller. It was very compelling. It had great acting. Janelle Monet is in it and she was a phenomenal like she was the best part of it and she was probably in every single scene but the end just sort of fell apart for me and I don't want to give too much and if you have Hulu it's definitely worth a watch it was one of those things I, I watched it with my oldest daughter and we kept saying we're enjoying it but they're losing us um, and that's one of the sort of the tough things I would say about horror or a thriller, if you want to put it in that category, to me is that they have to have a premise that is plausible, even when it really couldn't happen. So I, and, and maybe it's just my own internal thing, but like, for instance, the movie, The Ring, it's a videotape that kills people. 
makes total sense to me. Like, I have no problem with that as a movie. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite movies. But the whole way that they do the premise makes sense, and they don't lose you. <coughs> Even Nightmare on Elm Street. A burnt man, I guess as a ghost, kills you in your dreams. Totally fine with that. Although sometimes it loses its um, its logic, but because... It's done so well, particularly the first one, one of my all-time favorite movies, that it um, brings me into it. So um, Antebellum sort of lost that at the end, and you just couldn't figure out like why this would be a thing. It just didn't make a whole lot of sense. And you expected maybe more of an explanation or it to be more complex than it was, and then it wasn't, and it just was over, but it was, um, it was fine. Definitely worth a watch. Um, particularly for Janelle Monet's performance. Um, I'm going to mess up her name, but, um, Gab, Gab, it's not Gabrielle. Um, but her last name's Sibiday and she was in it and, uh, she was a super fun character and there was just, there was not enough of her. And I would have liked to see her a lot more. Um, but whatever she was in, she was very, um, she, she took the, the somber mood of the movie and the seriousness of the movie and the scenes that she was in were, were, were fun. And it worked because the scenes that she was, was in was very removed from the other parts of the movie. And if you see the movie, that'll make sense. All right, I think that will be it for today. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Let me do my wrap-up. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes under Florence Legally Brunette, Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can also find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name. You can find me on Facebook under my law office. You can also find me on my website, brummerlaw.com. I have something new and exciting to launch on Patreon. If you go to my Patreon page, there, what we are offering now is something for the donations. So in the past, what I've had is you can just donate to support us. And, um, and there, I didn't have like anything to give. <laughs> like I wasn't sure what to give. But I figured something out. So if you'd like to donate, you can actually get a little something for it. There's a $50 tier, and what you get for that is a custom-made tie-dyed t-shirt. In the last, oh, I'd say two months, my husband has become obsessed with tie-dye. He loves the colors. He's doing all these patterns. He's making tie-dyed t-shirts. Excuse me for one second tie-dye t-shirts for every member of our family, our grandsons, the neighbors, like you name it, he's making tie-dye t-shirts. And his designs are so cool. And we kept saying to him, you should do an, you know, an Etsy store or something. So I thought, I'm not going to do an Etsy store. But I thought, hey, this is something I can actually offer on Patreon. For $50, you will get a custom tie-dyed t-shirt. You can tell us the colors that you like, and my husband, Rob, will make you a t-shirt, and I will ship it to you. For $75, we have something a little extra. You get the t-shirt, but you also get 20 minutes with me. 
We can do a Zoom call, the phone, whatever you want. And what we can do is you give me your typical day and we can talk about it and see if there's ways to make your day just work a little bit better, manage your time a little bit better. That actually is one of my favorite things to do. I love when people tell me their schedule and I can try to help them work it out some more. Okay, great. I'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the Super Bowl. And I'm sure I'll talk to you before Valentine's Day, but have a happy Mardi Gras.